What's up, guys? Welcome to the first We Got Toastmaster podcast. Hello. Hey. <laughs> so yeah, this is a special episode, our first one, and we have two guests here. First one is uh, our president, David Stasun. David, say hi. Hello, everyone. <laughs> and the second is no one else <laughs> than uh, David's motherfucking gold. <laughs> I, t- I take it that is you're essentially allowing me to swear on this podcast as much exactly. as I like. Exactly. There, there was right. a suggestion, yeah. And you're the European champion, so I wanted to really underline the gold. Okay, thanks, man. Um, thanks. I thought you wanted to hear some champion-like swearing. Oh, no, that, that would have to be David. David's swearing, yeah. So just, guys, for you to understand uh, what's going on here, we just met on Sunday evening in David's flat. Uh, drinking some uh, Christmas beer, just a little bit, so we don't sound ridiculous. Uh, we are eating some traditional food, <laughs> and also untraditional food. And we are going to speak about uh, the recent uh, European Toastmasters speaking contest that took place in Warsaw. What was actually the, the full name of the contest? It was a District 95 conference. Okay, cool. Was it the full name? That was the full name, I guess. Yeah, the f- uh, fall conference in Warsaw. And the, the title, essentially, of the conference was Unbox Yourself. Or the theme or the tagline of the yes. conference was Unbox Yourself, yeah. Exactly. Oh, okay. I, I got it because I saw the pictures on Facebook and there was uh, you were holding some boxes. Boxes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, everyone was just getting out of their box, out of their comfort zone, yeah, yeah, trying yeah. new things. All right. That was right. like the, their idea. Mm-hmm. All right. Before we start actually speaking about the conference, I would like you to very briefly introduce yourself to the five listeners we have, <laughs> or maybe more, <laughs> who you are, like what's your role in the club and uh, how experienced you are maybe. So maybe we can start with the Mr. President himself. All right, yes. Well, where shall I start? I'm David. I've been in this club since the beginning. Actually, since our first official meeting in November 2011. And yeah, so I was a charter member in April 2012. And... I have, well, not given a lot of speeches, as most of you know, because (laughs) hardly anyone has heard me speak, but I've performed many, many roles, uh, also on the executive committee. I've been secretary, sergeant at arms, treasurer, uh, then vice president education and treasurer again. And now president, so in that regard, I am quite experienced. <laughs> Maybe you are a legend. You just don't speak. <laughs> what should I say? You speak every meeting, basically. Now, as you are president, that's true. Yeah, you have this short intro, yes. which is. It was one of the reasons why we elected David as president, so we can hear him speak. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, yeah, yes. just doesn't speak. Well, yeah, re-elected is not quite the right term, right? Because he's <laughs> yeah. just president for one term. Yeah. There are no dictators here. and um, Hopefully you'll 
won't be the first as well. Yes, most probably. I'll be IPP, immediate past president, mm-hmm. next year, and so I'll just watch you guys and uh, control whether what you do is all right. Here's a fun fact. David has not had a single speech in 2016. Like a oh. whole year has passed. Is that true? And you've not yes. given a single speech. Yes, my last speech was in November 2015. But um, <laughs> I gave two speeches in 2014. So, so I figured oh, I should yeah. take a break this year. And, and as he's You were tired. Um, taking a break. <laughs> Next year, because you're IPP, which is essentially, you know, you don't have to do anything. We'll expect from you to finish the CC. Exactly. All right, Davis, maybe you can tell us uh, by uh, yourself. My name is Davis Galtz. I'm the current Vice President of Public Relations of the Riga Toastmasters Club. So essentially all I do is sit on Facebook all day. It's actually my job. I've done a few speeches. Uh, I went to the uh, conference in Warsaw. Uh, a month ago I did, did okay. Did okay. <laughs> Could have done better, but did okay. And yeah, the judges decided to give me first place for some reason. Yeah, man. And that's yeah. how that, that ended. So you could have done better only if there was a world championship, basically. Yeah, should have. So it's not your I fault. I should have been so good to just give me the world championship title <laughs> anyway. Oh, man. So, so yeah. how, how does it work, actually, with this conference? So for this one there is no world championship yeah. but for the fall one which is a serious the spring one the spring one sorry yeah. that was falling right now mm-hmm. so for the spring one there's actually next round after this after the district yeah. level yes. okay and that would be what after the district level there is the world championship of public speaking this is only for the international speech contest so not for the evaluation contest which is oh, also right. in the spring yeah uh, only for that one and I don't know where it will happen next year. Do you Vancouver? Know? Oh my god. I think I heard might, of Vancouver, yeah. But I don't know. Yes. And there would be semi-finals and finals. All right. So the district winners would go to the World Championship. All right, it's, it's time to maybe to, to speak about the, the Warsaw. Uh, so, David, actually, why don't you, why don't you tell us uh, how it looked like? What was, uh, how the event looked like, where it took place, what was the agenda, the program, how many people, just some basic information so people can imagine as of being there, you know. All right. Well, we were in quite a big hotel in the south of Warsaw mm-hmm. and many of the Toastmasters coming from abroad actually stayed there. There were some, how many, 300, 400 people? Thereabouts, yeah. yeah. Oh my God, that's a huge... And yeah, and the agenda basically consisted of workshops, lots of several workshops, mm-hmm. and all the contests, of course. And the contests were the humorous speech contest and the table topics contest. So also the workshops were a lot mm-hmm. connected to humor, how to well deliver humor, how to make jokes to create your own jokes okay. uh, stuff like this and the contests were semi-finals and finals for every contest yeah. and the contests were in German and in English oh separate ones yes because there's many clubs in Germany okay. and yeah but there was also a separate uh, team of judges right Exactly. For every contest, there were different judges. Mm. So for every same final, like four, every four contests, right? Two in English, two in German. I mean, yeah. table topics, humorous speech. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then yeah. each of them had a semi-final. 
Okay. Yes. So man, there's a there's a European champion in the public speaking for the whole Europe and then for like a Germany. Yes. Well, you can participate anywhere in Europe. We were thinking about this, that maybe we should nominate someone from our club to go to the competition. Because, you know, Finland doesn't have a lot of German speakers. Lithuania doesn't. So we can just get David or Karen to be our representative in the district competition Definitely. without any steps in between. Definitely, yeah. Don't be, don't yeah, be. but they're technically European champions in Germany. Ah, okay. So oh, Germany, okay. Austria, yeah. Switzerland, essentially. Yeah, so everyone can participate, and okay. anyone yeah. who speaks German, basically. Yeah. And the same for English. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think we only have two speakers, two German speakers, but well, uh, anyway. I'd love to participate in German. <laughs> I don't speak a lick of German, but I'd like to learn it by heart so good <laughs> that no one will notice. You know, I'll give the speech and say, like, oh, that was amazing, and someone comes up to me babbling in German, and I'm like, I'll just learn... <laughs> Sorry, Scheiße. I don't know. Scheiße, where's my beer? Yeah. And walk away. <laughs> that would be a go-to phrase, yeah. yeah. Scheiße, where's my beer? Yeah, <laughs> yeah and just, right. just do okay. that in German. Just, just for, for, for shiggles, for shits and giggles. Davies, you want to add something uh, regarding the event? Like, maybe you can describe the people? Who, how many people participated? In the, let's speak about the humorous uh, speech contest. Cause I mean, there were table topics, but we didn't have anyone who was uh, participating. So maybe it's quite many, to be honest. Um, a lot of them really good. So to at Obviously. district level, everyone's really good. So, so yeah, t too many to pick from. Okay. It wasn't really clear cut in either the semi-finals or finals who was going to win. Was it like close to 15 people? Or the participant, yeah, yeah. I think we had, twelve. Yes, we had 12. two final, yeah. semi-finals so of six be. people each. All oh, right. Okay. So it's twelve divisions, so twelve people participated. Six mm -hmm. each semi-final, and then the six best go to the final, and then yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. In in the semi-finals, in my opinion, it was quite clear, and there was a difference to be seen. In the in the finals, it was close. It was much closer, and the speeches were really good, all six of them. Okay. So I missed the oh yeah. on the <laughs> so after the semifinals next day you have the finals and early morning I don't know when it was at eight a.m. there was supposed to be a contestants briefing oh eight a.m. or something like that mm -hmm. and I yes. didn't know so I just missed it <laughs> so I missed my finals uh, briefing so I had to go find the uh, contest chair oh, okay. and then see well what have I missed. <laughs> And they drew, drew the order while I wasn't there. And, you know, the slip that's left last, that's mine because all the rest were picked. Yeah. And the one last was uh, position number one. Oh. So the final I started as, yeah. as uh, number one. Oh, okay. So essentially to a crowd that hadn't been warmed up, that... that yeah, yeah, that's, that's the most very... difficult. Essentially, what I'm doing is warming up the audience to everyone else. That's a good point, you know. To being the first one, it's yeah, it's warming up the audience. Yeah, if they don't come a... with a good, you know, like a good. If there's no good mm -hmm. atmosphere, it's difficult. So you have to be really good. You have to be so good mm -hmm. that no one else even is kind of close so, to you. So you're saying that you are so good. I was so good. <laughs> so good <laughs> that even as number one. Yeah. Yeah. There's always a discussion about it whether it's. A good thing or a bad thing yeah. to be the first speaker or to be the last yeah. speaker. It's yeah. kind of assumed yeah. that being first is bad. Yeah, and last is good. 
Yeah, but because they stay in, in in the judge's mind, maybe. Yeah, that's the thing. But, but still, this is kind of breaking the rule a bit. So, you know, uh, when when we were in Helsinki, I think I was number one, and yeah. I spoke to a few people, and all of them told me like, after your speech, I was sure that you was gonna win. Mm-hmm. But then, <laughs> then it wasn't yes. so sure because everybody was pretty good. So yeah, it, I don't think it's a disadvantage because people can feel it anyway, and yeah. I think it's. For listeners, it is this way. They forget what the first speech was about, and they uh, okay. ten, like they have a tendency to like the later speeches more. For the judges, I think it's not as extreme as that because they are taking notes and yeah. they are judging the speech to yeah. a certain criteria. So, even listening to the fifth and sixth speech, they will more or less know how they rated the the first speech and and probably yeah. why. So that makes sense, yeah. But also one category we have to evaluate is what reaction you got from the audience. Yes. Mm-hmm. So if you're going first, you might be presenting to a uh, not warmed up audience. Yeah. So yours seems less funny than the people after you because they get bigger laughs, essentially. But you know, I mean, that's true, but it kind of depends because there's some, I don't know, half an hour before... You know, like when That's people true. mingle and they talk to each other, network, and if there's a good atmosphere, with I believe true, yeah. generally there is. You know, like yeah, how was your night? You know, like, <laughs> always mean, a good atmosphere. Yeah, so then people just okay, sit down. We're gonna have a first speaker, mm-hmm. and everybody's like uh, cheered up. Yeah. As far as I remember the finals, I would actually say that the laughs and the applause for your first speech were were much louder mm. than the others. Um, which, yeah, in my opinion, didn't really show whether it was, it had anything to do with warming up or not. It was just, in my opinion, <laughs> so a reflection may, yeah, of the yeah. quality of the speech. So maybe we can continue a bit about describing the event. Uh, David, do you remember, do you recall the people, the profiles of the people, if you can uh, basically exp- describe what kind of people were competing against Davies and, and what were the speeches about, maybe... Like, you mean we specifically should... certain people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People so we, are, yeah, we have an idea. Um, well, yes, in the final there were at least two Germans, I think. There was one lady with her teddy bear who spoke about with a teddy bear like there was a she had a teddy bear on the stage in her hand yeah and um she was talking about how she is making her hobby her job so her hobby is sleeping and she wants (laughs) to get a be to become a professional sleeper actually all the things that she is doing in order to earn money with sleeping okay like starting from testing beds to whatever else oh, okay. there was. I see. And, this is um, going. It was funny, yeah? yeah. It was really a nice idea and it was a very good speech. In my opinion, she was number two. Alright. Uh, in the end she didn't make the podium at all. Oh okay. Um, and then there was a German speaker who was talking about horses and his his oh, fear yeah. from horses horses <laughs> actually. Uh, because the first time he he jumped onto a horse, like the horse saw 
a dog and just ran away and he fell and everything and so he was traumatized and yeah. all of this so he talked about how he overcame this fear and his little girl who of course wanted to have a pony <laughs> and so on it was also quite a good speech <coughs> and he actually made the podium i don't know if he was, I think he was second third. or third yes third, yeah mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you remember the others? Yes, this guy who's preacher. He talked about getting women, and essentially oh, he's oh, yes. the women of his life, and how they've mistreated him essentially. But he was a yes. He was, he, a, he was a preacher by day. Yeah. Hey, wow. Okay. So I think there's an American preacher living in Romania oh. or something. <laughs> All right. I didn't know that. <laughs> what a combination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was quite. Quite all right in the in the semi-finals, but in the finals he just didn't have his best day, or he was too nervous. Or something. Probably, maybe, and people didn't laugh as much. And I think yeah, when he didn't notice, people laughed less in the finals than they did in the semis. But so, did, did did he change something in the, in the speech? Or? Not that much, but I think he kind of felt it's falling a bit flat, and maybe he got a bit flustered because of it. Yeah, yeah and he had just two two or three places where he just lost it a little bit. Oh, okay, so. but. Once again, guys, the, the audience was the same for the semifinals and for the finals. They you just had the same speeches, basically. Well, you had two, no, you have two semifinals. Yeah. So half of the group hasn't heard the other speakers. Oh, I see. see what okay. They were at the then same they, time. Then they come right. together. Now it makes sense. And hear all. Because otherwise, it would be just the same audience, the same speeches, and let's love. Yeah, yeah, that, that's yeah. the point. That's why they're at the same time. So you, right. half the group doesn't know what's going on in the other room. All right. Exactly. So in the finals as well, you have half of the people who have heard three of the speeches and half of the people who have heard the other three speeches. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so we had like three. We know four out of six speeches. That's. There's one guy who was lactose intolerant or gluten intolerant. <laughs> oh, exactly. and it was about yeah, yes. so about about the the girl who he thinks is the love of his life. Meet this girl, and she offers him some tiramisu <laughs> it's like he can't say no yeah and then he has the worst night of his life <laughs> trying to expel all that tiramisu out of him <laughs> exactly. so that was his story he, he came in second it was a, it was a no kind of predictable story it was still well said mm-hmm. okay all right <laughs> yeah, yeah did like it and the last one is a guy who talked about shame remember that the guy from poland had this little bell. Yes. Apparently, that's. Uh, I was told after that's a Game of Thrones reference. Yes, it's a bell it might have shame. been, yes. But I didn't yeah. get it, and I, it kind of felt like no one got it. Like, well, yeah, it's about the shame and procrastination. Basically. Very yes. original topic. No one has ever spoken about procrastination <laughs> before. Oh, man. So, oh, well, that's one of the few <laughs> speeches that I've given in our club. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, I remember that one. That's what I thought at that time. Uh, it might have been a disadvantage because he was also speaking about making his hobby, which is procrastination, mm-hmm. his job. So yeah. the sleeping lady and the procrastination guy, they basically had the same plot in their mm-hmm. speeches, which I thought was a disadvantage. Okay. And yeah. that you probably is. might might have been the case because they didn't... Then I guess it depends on the order of whoever speaking first... Uh, might make it. Neither of them got a place, so we'll never know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So how, what was the atmosphere overall? Like, how did you feel at the event? Was it uh, super friendly or extremely unfriendly? Or <laughs> how was it? I mean, I guess it was different for each of you. Yeah, you can start with yours, David. Spectator you and, yeah. I felt quite welcome, actually. I mean, we all knew a few people, yeah. like those who came from Lithuania. There were quite a few of them. Yeah. And... Did you hang out with other presidents? Like, hey, <laughs> the no, president's table, you know? <laughs> actually not, no. We, we that is all, I was expecting that. You'd, you'd sitting in the uh, back of the restaurant smoking yeah. cigars. Or yes, <laughs> with our golden shiny yeah, buttons. The yeah. lounge. Um, <laughs> in the lounge. Sorry, this is president only? <laughs> uh, no, actually, these are things we do in the, in the officer's training when all the people with the same roles <laughs> meet. True, but, yeah. um, is it really? There is oh, yes. a president's table, which is... Which exactly. Is, oh, wow. But uh, no, actually we didn't do that. We just were mingling a lot with, with everyone, actually. Yeah. One breakfast was very nice when I was sitting at the table with um, the... What was the name of the person giving the keynote speech? Uh, George Yen? George Yen, exactly. Uh, from, and he was from Taiwan, I think. Taiwan and California, oh. yeah. Yeah. And then, <laughs> Taiwan or California. <laughs> and and, and, and California. Oh, he moved so there, yes. Somewhere there, near, near yeah. China. <laughs> yeah. Taiwan or the California. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was a lady from Nairobi who is in a club in Sweden, I think, in Stockholm. And a lady from... Uh, one town <laughs> in China, <laughs> Xi'an, I think, and she is in Denmark and in, in Copenhagen, I think, in a club. I know it's probably a town that has like fifty guy. million people or something. Yeah, exactly. but it's a small town, and I <laughs> know <laughs> oh, it is uh, quite a big one. So I mean, it was very mixed and very interesting to meet uh, the different cultures. I yeah, yeah, talked about. For example, table topics, what they like to do, interesting right. experience they've had. And yeah, in general, everyone was welcoming. I knew a few of the German guys because last year, in no, this year in January, I was at the Club of Sis training in Munich. Mm. So I knew okay. some of those people as well. Okay, and who, who are these people nice like the, the keynote speakers? Uh, what do they, they do? Well, keynote speakers are usually DTMs, Distinguished Toastmasters, okay. so they they have been doing this for 20 years. Alright, so they are good Toastmasters speakers, I guess, experience. Yes, but so George Jenner was what? He was president of Toastmasters International, was he not? Or, or he has been, I think, yes. Yeah, he's this former president of the entire organization. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And outside of Toastmasters, do you feel like these people are really inspiring and... Let's say. I think they're humans. (laughs) (laughs) Some, some like this, some like that. Um, Some felt really inspired. Some were just, Mm -hmm. you know, trying to improve like everyone else. Yeah, this this is always my question, you know, because for example, I tried to speak to this guy in Helsinki who had his first keynote speech, the guy from uh, Moldova. Yeah, 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 and yeah, I. This is always my question: like, who are these DTMs? You know, it's like superhuman. You know, like really experienced Toastmaster. They really, they really, they look really good on the stage. 
they can really deliver nice speeches, but who are they in, in their private life? Mm -hmm. So this guy was telling me like, oh, I had, a, I had a really busy week, you know, I was moving out and I had to carry all this furniture, so I'm, I'm quite tired. I'm like, all right. <laughs> I was expecting, you know, you're like, not, you're <laughs> not a superhero, you know, like I run my businesses, uh, basically I'm doing my emails, you know. No, that, that's a weird thing, because you'll get people who are really successful in their life and are just average people in Toastmasters really yeah. average yeah i mean they might be that doesn't have to be they can really be inspiring you know it really depends so that's why i'm it's trying true, to yeah. find out who mm -hmm. are these these people these dtms well anyway so now davis i wanted to ask you about the speech yeah so uh have you changed something uh, this time i did change a bit yeah so, some bits on the way to warsaw <laughs> okay well on the way to vilnius because i had the night before I was in uh, the Confident Voices Club in Vilnius. Oh yeah, that's right, man. And I changed a bit on the way there. Just, okay. just a few edits. And then after that, the last changes I made essentially was on the day during one of the workshops. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh. When I just came up with it. Because with, my ending wasn't great. Never was. Mm -hmm. And then I thought of how to end my speech in one of the workshops. Okay. Yeah. Did you have any special preparation this time? No. No? Not really, no. Okay. Were you nervous? Maybe more nervous? Oh, hello nervous. It, oh, really? The stage is huge. Man, I've heard it's, from someone. It's like for 600 people. The, oh. possible, the seats <laughs> for 600 people. Oh, really? And we have oh, the wow. semi-finals on that huge stage. Okay. And it's like, you know, two of these, maybe three of these rooms, that's the stage. Okay. It's a huge thing. Yes. Yeah. Felt like one of those American preachers that like give me your money. It's like, yeah. uh, <laughs> that's that's what the feeling was, and uh, yeah, I guess it was. But once you do a few lines, you ease into it. And okay. Yeah, I, I spoke to someone who was there with you. I I don't know whether it was Fanda or or, or Ilze, but uh, one of those uh, ladies told me that uh, that you actually look like no stress at all. That you yeah, once you get really up there, it's, it, I did, <laughs> I did, I, there was a lot of theater, way more theater than I did before. Uh, I, there's, there's essentially a lot of theater in boxing in general. Mm -hmm. So you, you view how boxers come into the ring. So they're hooded, yeah, they're like the exactly. strategy where they come up, they, they uh, jump about, kind of warm up. Yeah. Their, their name is announced and then you know they drop their hood and they're ready for battle and i wanted to mimic that as much as i could <laughs> so yeah i came up come to the stage in my hoodie hoodie all down <laughs> yeah man i saw mm -hmm. the picture that was amazing that yes, was amazing all hooded the 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 contest chair doesn't even see me it all, looked all like I'm, all he was I'm, going to punch all, the yes, i was gonna do <laughs> see, <laughs> see the thing and what i essentially thought that it's, it's a good thing i didn't do this so what I thought was, uh, originally, is that I was going to treat my contest chair like my like boxing opponent. Essentially drop the hood and then come really close to him and stare him down as he tries to... Then I thought, maybe you shouldn't do that. <laughs> but then, yeah, it was all, all the time I was hooded until they, they announced my name, the announcement oh. she fell, and then I dropped the hood, faced the audience, essentially, ready... Still, still kind of warming up as if I'm, you know, yeah. about to actually mm -hmm. fight someone, and and yeah, and then then stare everyone down and start my speech. 
It's amazing preparation. That was so, an, a, good, a good strategy, actually, I think, because it made a good impression on the audience. That's the thing, so I'm... They knew what was going on. Yeah. I'm kind of impressing the audience even before my time starts. Yeah. Which, mm-hmm. was, which was good. And, and I, game, I did this thing yeah. where I wanted to... I had hand wraps, so I wanted to do the hand wraps while sitting in the audience. Okay. So I came in usually one of the first people and I would start wrapping my hands because it takes time. So I want, sat in a place where I knew people would see me doing it. <laughs> okay. So, so people would come in and he's like, what is this guy doing? What was my strategy? And many people said, you know, they come in, who is this guy? What is he doing? And then they get to hear the speech. So they're already thinking about me, essentially, even before God on stage. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's the... Uh, okay. That was a strategy. And I, yeah. Man, th- this is brilliant. It's really like a boxing... Uh, and I took my whole kit with me this time. So I didn't just take wraps and shorts. Okay. Just oh, wow. Full boots. Full, really? All the boots. Yeah. The boxing that was like boots. half of my suitcase. was <laughs> 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 that boxing boots? That is good preparation that actually... Yeah, and I thought, yeah, because it's easy to get it over the top, you know. The two two things I'm missing. I could have worn gloves, which just looked stupid. (laughs) And a mouth guard, which (laughs) would have meant I couldn't speak. Yeah, Yeah, but there's two things. But but yeah, up until there, uh, trying to make as much of an impression as I can. So... All right. Uh, Essentially, start winning the competition before I've spoken was was the strategy. Yes, that was a good one. So, if there was a world championship in your humorous speech, I think you should start with your mouth guard and then take it out. Ow! And did you see last year's uh, world championship? There's this guy. hmm, I don't know if it's last year or yeah, it's last year. I don't know whether I watched it, but the guy who was number three. He had, he had a speech title, which uh, consisted of forty-seven words. Okay. So essentially, it was about his speech title was, um, how to make a short speech and not blab on for hours and hours until other people are looking at you and thinking, "Honey, will you stop?" And so on, and so on. That's his speech title. The contest chair has to read it. Oh. So he's okay. like, says the name. Reads the whole damn title, long, long title about how you're supposed to talk short and not babble on. Yeah. <laughs> Has it to read the title again, translate, and then say his name. So again, yeah. he's not even come out on stage. Yeah. And he's made an impression of, of yeah. But you better have a good damn speech after such. He was, and and, he, and yeah. he, he comes up. He stands on the stage and he's quiet. His time hasn't started yet because he hasn't spoken. Okay. He just but stands there. So the audience gets gets a piece of clock quiet. Yeah. And then he starts with, be honest, you enjoyed that, didn't you? <laughs> so that's his start. Oh, that's so that's a really good start. I think it's a perfect start to, yeah. to a speech. Yeah. Loved it. It's just a very unexpected strategy. Yeah. It makes a huge that's, impression. That's just so clever, you think. Using the contest chair is essentially a prop yeah. <laughs> for your speech. Exactly. Pretty good strategy. Well, I like people really are encouraging for some reason, particularly to the speakers. I, I had mm-hmm. to speak with like a hundred people who said, oh, your speech was so good, but this is, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I wanted to ask them, what could I improve? And I tried to ask everyone, what could I improve? Yeah. 
Okay. So my final speech is just a combination of all the feedback at the maximum. So you get. got feedback, yeah? A lot of it. From, from and a lot of it influenced my... my uh, so what, for example, can you, can you tell us some examples of uh, the feedback? Uh, these are all like very experienced speakers. Some of them are. It's, it's a lot about breathing. It's just just be, be breathing. Calm, breathe. Okay. There's a uh, how far you're supposed to keep them. It was uh, we had mic microphones. We were mic'd up. Oh, okay. And there's a distance you have to keep the microphone from your mouth, so that it, the microphone catches you speaking, but doesn't catch you breathing. Oh, okay. So you're supposed to test it just. You just put on the headset and just breathe okay. in and out for a bit. And if you yeah. can hear it, it's too close. And if you yeah. can't, then it's the right distance. Yeah. Okay. So that was a good tip. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, well, I, I guess uh, we don't have any experience with uh, with the microphone. That's the thing. That, uh, that yes. really scared me because I thought yeah. so you have lot just going to You have shit. a lot of action in your, mm -hmm. in your speech. That's what I thought. I was going to do a punching move and the microphone just fly <laughs> in the audience. <laughs> That's what I thought was going to happen, yes. but it didn't. One previous sergeant at arms in our club actually uh, tried to introduce a mic so we would actually have the chance to regularly practice with a microphone. Yeah. We eventually never used it because we usually are in a small room. We don't need a mic. If, if anyone has his, speak, his speech amplified, it would just be too loud. That's why we're not using it at all. That's true, yeah. Um, no, we, we don't even sense, have yeah. it right now. We have a small room, but... Yes. Even if we practiced, it wouldn't make sense. So. Yeah, and it, but it is a difference. And it we didn't use it for the uh, division either. Yeah. Oh, so that was the very first. The semi-final was the first speech with a mic for you. Yeah. Okay. Never even put on a mic. No speech ever. So mm -hmm. yeah. So what was going through your mind, uh, like uh, the whole day? So maybe you I can tell don't... us. Maybe you can tell us from the moment you woke up. You know. What time was it and how did you prepare? What did no, you have really breakfast? No, really try to forget about it as much as I can. Okay, so you, you just hang out with guys, uh, you went there Try for to forget as, as much as I could, but then then it comes, you have to perform, essentially. You have to get dressed, because like, yeah. I have a costume, essentially. Yeah, yeah. I need to put it on... It kind of reminds you that you have a speech that day. Yeah. yeah, you lock yourself in the bathroom, you do a full Superman thing where you okay. change it to a superhero, yeah. yeah. Uh, I did it non-ceremoniously in the semi-final. I just, just did it as quickly as I could. Just get over with it. Then in the final, I did it like really purposefully. I really kind of got myself into the mentality that I really, really have to fight someone. Okay. Just just get into that mentality as much as I could. And I come, you know, <laughs> uh, there's the people in the bathroom and I come in my hood out of the stall for the final. And people just say, good luck, because... Apparently they heard me in the semi-final or something. Yeah, so that's just, you know, puts mm -hmm. me more in the moment that, yeah, it's fight night, I have to do it. <laughs> mm -hmm. I had this impression, yeah. I Just, especially before the final, I saw you a lot sitting there with your hands on your knees, head down. And also when you were yeah. just preparing with your mic already on, just before you went on the stage, you were really into yourself and, and it really looked as if you were preparing for a fight. That, that, that was, uh, it's just that mentality that, I didn't know if it helped, <laughs> but it was just something I really wanted to do, it, just to make it as fun as possible, to, to really get into that, that zone. So you were enjoying it uh, to do it this way, like to be in this mental zone of... Probably, but it's just, just, I don't know, once you're in it, it just changes you, I don't know, you get feel more confident, you 
I wasn't really all that scared in the final okay. as much as I was in the semi-final for some reason. Okay. Felt more natural. But even small things changed. Like in the, I remember in the uh, Aryan division, when I when I put my wraps on, I put them just costume style on, just so they're yeah. kind of visible that yeah. they're there, but not in like the proper way. Yeah. So in, <laughs> in the division, tight, right? I tied them in like the proper way, as if I'm just about to put on gloves and oh, punch okay. a bag. Yeah. Yeah. And even that changed the thing. You know, you, you clench it and they feel way tight and it's uh, yeah. Okay. Cool, man. Uh, David, so how was it for you? The, when you watched Davis, did you try to like interrupt him or support him or? Hey, you! <laughs> I think I was much more nervous than Davis actually was when he walked up the stage. Really? I was, I was really no nervous. I had uh, sweaty palms and. Uh, hey, you are a real I, person, man. Yeah, he cares for his babies. <laughs> yeah, for his babies. <laughs> totally, totally. So I just tried to assist a little bit, ask if something is needed. Uh, I yeah. don't know, go for a napkin. Yeah, <laughs> oh, you did. You did. Thanks, man. Thanks a lot. Uh, no, but I, I had the feeling there's not a lot I can do and not a lot I have to do, basically, because Davis was in his element and his preparation. Yeah. So you didn't even sit with them. At the final, oh, I sat really? like way, way, oh, okay. way away from everyone. Oh really? I think so. Did I? I think we all sat kind of on the side of the of the Okay. Rows. Like uh, was maybe I was just so yeah. away, just didn't feel anyone near Banu. Okay, that might be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I sat and w I didn't even like look at the other speakers okay. during the rest of the. I. Uh, but you were the first one. Yeah, I did my speech, came okay. back, and then just sat in my hood. Kind of really? waiting. So well, you were not enjoying the the rest of the, the event? I was listening, but I was, oh, okay. I don't know. Can you really enjoy your opponents? <laughs> to be honest, I... You can, I guess you can. But I heard like half of them before. Oh, right. Maybe I listened to the other half a bit. But I really wasn't that much into it. Okay, not that I didn't want to, but I was I, I was kind of in a mental state where I didn't want to, didn't feel like I want to laugh or anything. Just to... After you finished... Uh... You didn't feel relief or something like. Oh, no, really. That that thing. I wasn't really that nervous to begin with. Okay. But it didn't go away. Okay. That feeling I had for some time, yeah. Okay. But, but it was good. Yeah. Actually, the last uh, district champion, the one that went to Washington, uh, he's a boxer as well. <laughs> oh no way. Yeah, 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 he, yeah, but he's like a proper boxer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's like, put it that way. Uh, proper, like because he was in the uh, no, because he was in the national team. Oh, that's a proper boxer. Yeah, man. like a proper amateur boxer, uh, not like someone who did mm -hmm. a bit of boxing in university, but like an actual. Yeah, yeah. That was his sport. Yeah, so we talked a bit after the uh, the speech. Yeah. Okay. Usually, who's your favorite boxer? <laughs> oh, yeah, this kind of. <laughs> so, did you see that fight? <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. Yeah. So apparently, District ninety five lo loves boxing for some reason. Yeah. Would you would you change something uh, when you look back now? I mean, it's been two months, I guess. But uh, I don't even remember the speech, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember nothing of it. <laughs> oh, I think oh. I know it by heart. <laughs> <laughs> man, I, I thought I knew it as well. No, it's just gone. Then, I, I no, so it many was... times, that, but I still have. You know, it was it... definitely. I looked at the at your speech on in our club contest. 
at the same speed yeah, because yeah, yeah. I had the recording of it. And it's way different, isn't it? And it is way different. There are a lot of like punchlines that have just um, been really improved and it's essentially the same joke, but maybe even like nuanced a mm -hmm. bit to okay. make it funny. Yes. Yeah, which wasn't funny when. Yeah, I would love to see the comparison. Yeah. Yes. Okay, because you know, like the, the first level, our club was just, I, I guess, just to give it a try. I, I'm sure you wanted to win it, but but uh, yeah, the, that wasn't even the task, and I didn't yeah. even think I won. The wasn't game. it like your first contest ever? Yeah. See. Yeah, like first you contest just ever. Wrote the speech, I guess, and you wanted to mm -hmm. participate and hopefully get a podium or something. But yeah. I don't think you were like, oh, that's. Let's win this it, and... It was not a great speech. But I, think, but I think it is funny anyway. It is funny in its essence anyway. And to everyone who watches it and who has not seen your speeches in the semifinals and the finals, they find this speech very funny as well. And then once you... Once you really can compare the two versions, then you see how much it was actually improved. Yeah. To... to well... I don't know, make it appropriate for this level and actually that's true, yeah. win but on man, this That's a kind of a long way. I think you've made a, such a huge progress. Well, it's, the way, I you know? spent a lot of kilometers on the bus with you. <laughs> 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 that, that's where it was improved, basically. Just just sitting on a bus with you. was <laughs> where 90% of the speech was improved or a ship drinking wine. Oh, <laughs> dead wine. That was yeah, blue wine, fairy wine, wine man. Fairy wine. Fairy wine. That's some good fairy wine. Fairy wine. That was pretty good. But we we went to, to the division in Helsinki. And I was a bit nervous as to, you know, how we're gonna get there, how we're gonna be late. And I, and I kinda like how Gabriel's the complete opposite of me in that. In that he's doesn't give a crap ever. <laughs> we're gonna be late, there's like there's I think, oh there's five minutes till the ferry leaves and he thinks Ah, oh, there's still five minutes to the yeah. <laughs> It's not yeah. not stressed at all ever yes. about anything. But uh, I think we're a good, good good team. Good team, uh, yeah. You, you did you give me good advice at the uh, uh, division competition, the table topics one, where you basically worked like a boxing coach. At the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so you that gotta remember mind. this and this. So this reminds me of what. Floyd Mayweather once said. <laughs> yeah, this is the little just, story. He keeps me telling the story. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, so there was there was this story. Maybe it will be interesting yeah, sure. for, for you for you for you as well. Uh, so there was this huge fight of Floyd Mayweather, you know, the, yeah, against the Sanchez or what's his name? Yeah, I don't remember. It's a Mexican guy. Pacquiao, America. Yeah, Pacquiao. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So like a huge fight. Like it was, uh, it was like uh, commercialized and it was just. Ex extreme amount of money were going to the winner of the of the fight and uh, there was this fitness coach or like a personal coach basically a, a trainer who came to visit Floyd to his locker room before the fight and he called him watching NBA it was NBA semifinals or something so mm -hmm. Floyd is just one hour, one hour to to go you know to the ring and the Floyd is watching the TV and just chilling and this guy the trainer comes to tell him like yeah good luck you know just give him the final tips and, and uh, I think like 45 minutes before the before the fight he's like okay I'm gonna go I will not disrupt you you need to now you need to go through the fight and focus mm -hmm. and everything and Floyd was like come on man like I mean I've done my work I've, I've practiced so much I've, I've been focused until now like I will not change anything in those next 45 minutes I'm ready 
Like, if I'm not ready now, I will not be ready in 45 minutes. Please stay here and let's watch this game, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So this is, uh, <laughs> this is what was uh, my strategy, those uh, contests as well. And I was trying to tell it to Davis before, <laughs> before the tabletop is in Helsinki. And I had this, uh, like, a real... Like a monologue, yeah, <laughs> basically, yeah, and Davis was just listening to me. And <laughs> that's good, good advice. Good advice. He's, uh, that's how you should evaluate people. <laughs> I was thinking about a strategy to evaluate people like a boxing second, like like the coach that goes into a ring with you, like because they yeah. essentially evaluate you after each round. <laughs> they sit you down and say, "This is what you did good. This is what you did bad. This is going to be a strategy for the next round." Uh, yeah, just be as as. Uh, just adopt that style for evaluations in the future. Chafog will be fun, just yelling at yeah. someone. <laughs> well, you will have a chance, I guess, the evaluation contest is in... I'm not spring. that good at it, but I'll try to improve by, by spreading out. Evaluations? Yeah, yeah, because I've not done a lot of them. Hmm. It's it's funny, because I think most of the people in our club think that you are one of the best. I know, because people are... They don't understand it. <laughs> <laughs> It's because I follow. I, I've read the rules of the evaluation competition, so I know how we're supposed to do an evaluation, which I think everyone yes. should, because we're not doing them too well mm -hmm. at the moment. But see, mm -hmm. then this is a it's it's a small thing to do. Mm -hmm. Just read the way you yeah. can evaluate. Read the way you can do table topics. You know, learn the different techniques. And even if you don't master them, it's like just because you know them and you know how to do it, it mm -hmm. sounds just. Two levels that, that's the thing. There's there's a lot of value actually in the two manuals and um, just reading them can help you very much. Yes. I thought this would be a a good topic for the educational sessions. Uh, I guess one of you guys can can do it. Basically, we can do table topic uh, educational session and you can just show us what are the different techniques. That's true. That's possible. Or the way to go about uh, a table topic, how to... Is that in the uh, speechcraft manual? I don't actually know what is in the Cause, speechcraft Because no one manual. has done it, have they? No, we haven't done it yet. Because it's, uh, yeah, I, we won't bore you with the details, but for some time we won't do it. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> we might, I don't know, yeah. Alright, let's maybe try to close up this for so... Uh, did, yeah. you guy, did you guys... Uh, Take something, uh, or what did you take from this uh, whole conference? Uh, well, well, like, let's try to break it down. Maybe you can tell us what it uh, gave you as a Toastmaster, what it uh, gave you, like uh, your personal life. Maybe some you spoke to someone inspiring, and and what uh, uh, did you did you gain some like useful contacts, or you know the networking was cool, or. Maybe you can tell us like what's the best for you from this. Well, I'm not doing so much networking in general, I think. So uh, uh, I didn't talk to people with the aim of getting new business contacts or something yeah. like this. I mostly had more or less personally inspiring conversations and I really, uh, let's say, I'm looking forward already to the next one because it, it really made me want to go to Berlin in spring. The district conference will be in Berlin. Berlin, fantastic. And it's going to be even bigger because all the Germans will be there. Yes. <laughs> all the ton of Germans. It, it, it will be bigger, yes. It's huge. 
they're, they're like planning maybe even a thousand people. That's like the mm-hmm. optimistic scenario. Oh, wow. Okay. We better have a speaker yeah, there. It's interesting. We better. <laughs> yes. We better. Obviously, we better sign up. <laughs> I, I, I was kind of thinking of not participating in the competition. Just uh, let uh, them, uh, someone else get a, someone else get a medal. <laughs> yeah. Get a trophy. Come on, guys. Do it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, everyone needs to have a chance. Right. No, and... Uh, as a Toastmaster, I think it just uh, had very valuable ver- workshops yeah. and also seeing all the different speeches, um, the different structures they had in their speeches, it just, uh, I think it was a valuable experience to see what, what you can do and how far you can get with it. Mm-hmm. Okay. It should be said that David gets the most out of the conference because he can speak both English and German. If I were to go, or someone else would go to the German-speaking table topic competition, we'd probably be lost, <laughs> mostly, just, yes. what is going on here? Yes, I watched them all, um, was, well, all I could, and um, it was interesting to hear Toastmasters things in German, actually, because I'm just oh, used yeah. to them in English. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I didn't do networking at all, I have to say. Mm. But there, there are many people you could see actually do network you come there to make business contacts but I, mm-hmm. I wasn't about that I like the uh, a kind of camaraderie of Division K like I was Division K's speaker yeah so I had a lot of lot of love from the Lithuanian oh, clubs true, and man, the yeah. Finnish clubs like there are a lot of Finns there who are rooting for me to win oh that's amazing yeah that that's is incredibly amazing you know people just okay. come to me you know uh, yeah just everyone who a lot of people who we met in the division. Yeah. Just, do you remember Nando? He was a big guy, biggest guy of them all. Nando. Nando. Oh, the, yeah, of course. He was. Course. He did, yeah, had the best yeah. costume of the night. Yeah, he was yeah, there. Yeah. He was very supportive. We had Heiki, who was the uh, contest yeah, yeah, exactly. chair. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Nice guy. So that's what expects everyone who's, who goes to the district uh, yeah. contest as a contestant we do, I think we should support every everyone from our division oh, yeah, if anyone goes there them, yeah, you'll get a lot of, yeah, a lot of and the Lithuanians were as friendly as possible yeah, yeah. So they're really cool I don't know they, if they just pretend but <laughs> no no they are incredibly incredibly cool okay yes. and that is in terms of uh, speaking did you feel any improvement I mean I'm pretty sure you must I mean, after, after this experience, but uh, did you feel you made a step up in your speaking? Yeah, I guess so. I, I think this, well, you obviously do. You, you, you've lived with the damn speech so long, it's inevitably going to get better. But yeah, I, I took out all stops, really tried to be in that mental state of speaking, mental state of actually punching someone. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, you just, it's, it's ethereal. I don't even remember speaking. It's like an out-of-body experience. You just get okay. up there and you... It's in the back of your head, so you don't even... Don't even know what you're going to say next. You just... Yeah. It's just so natural you say it, even though you're not consciously thinking, I'm going to say this. It just comes out like something that's... It's like... Right, yeah. like not even like you speaking. It's someone mm-hmm. just... Uh, dancing a puppet around and making it talk. Yeah. And that, that's how it feels. Like it's you channeling someone else yeah. through you. And onto it, the audience. I find it really interesting that you said you have forgotten most of your speech yeah, already. Yeah, it's like gone. And yeah, that is that is really I interesting. Remember, I don't know, do know what it's about, but you mm-hmm. actually between the semi-final and final, before the final, I, we're going way too long on this. But before the final, <laughs> I went back to our uh, flat, 
We we shared a flat in, oh, in okay. Warsaw. Yeah, we went full broke back mountain on that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, we shared a flat, and uh, before the final, there was like a, some free time, so we went back to the the uh, flat, took a shower, uh, got ready for it, and listened to every Rocky song I could. <laughs> so just just that motivational music as much as I could. Yeah. And thought about what I'm gonna change. And between the semi-final and the final, I really knew, I didn't write, but I knew in my head what I need to change. Okay. And what do I emphasize and what do I, what not to emphasize. But I didn't write it down. So it's all in my head yeah. between semi-final and final. So it just feels, it doesn't feel like I've learned it. It's yeah. just, I don't know, improvising from the last time yeah. I did it. Almost in that sense. Well, you, you mm. live with the speech for, for so long that... That's the thing, but you still could change it. I knew I'm going to come to this line and I'm not going to say it because it wasn't funny when I did it and it takes up too much time, so I've skipped it. Okay. I made the uh, I made the timers laugh so much that the cards were shaking. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that, that. I'm looking at the card and it, <laughs> the timer's going, just shaking his hand. <laughs> and, and I thought... Uh, I'm doing well. That's when I thought this is going well. All right. <laughs> when yeah. the timer's card was shaking, <laughs> That's pretty I knew. But I was running out of time, so I cut it. And I didn't see the red card up until like one of my last sentences. Okay. Which and one I, is it? Sorry. Which one? The the line. Oh, so the last sentence of the speech I changed actually. So. Okay. Uh, the comp the title of the conference was called "Unbox Yourself." Yeah. And I, I, I knew it for the whole time and I never saw a connection with my speech at all because it was about boxes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and people on that day in the keynote speech, they, they talked about people, people box themselves too much. They need to unbox themselves. And it's about this boxing and unboxing. Yeah. And I thought, that is perfect. <laughs> How did I not see that before? Yeah, yeah. So the final line is, uh, it, it essentially I ended by saying how I changed the entire end of it. So it's about Pavel training me to become better. Okay. So he trained me how to lift heavy weights, trained me how to eat. Oh, this one I haven't heard. Yeah. And then in the end, we, we became friends. And the last sentence is, but more importantly, uh, by boxing with each other, we unboxed ourselves. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that, that was kind of just to tie it in. The, the, the ending was previously... If you, if you remember nothing else from the speech, heed my grandmother's advice. Yes. Eat well, exercise, and try to make some friends. Yeah. That was the end. But it's always, I, I didn't feel like it was, it was a good summary. Yeah. But, it they was, never, yeah. but it didn't have an impact. So with the last one, I did it kind of quizzically in the semifinal. But then someone said, really go all out on it. Just, just, just hammer it as loud as possible. And then I did it. And I think it improved in the final. Alright, mm -hmm. that's it. Okay, actually I have last couple of questions regarding the the trophy. How, how did you feel before it was announced and how did you feel after? Uh, I tried not to think about it, but when it was announced I was like, oh sh... So what was oh, going through your mind? How, yeah. how do I, how do I, yeah, I was just scared, tried to get on the stage as quickly as possible. We were in a gala dinner, so everyone seated at the table before. Okay. Oh really? But were you like extremely happy? When I was just shocked yeah. and shocked, I just couldn't believe what had happened. Okay. I kept repeating, what have I done? <laughs> okay. But the trophy was nice, yeah, and it felt good. And 
was great. We sat in. Do you remember Lena uh, from Finland? Yeah, of course. Yeah, uh, lovely, lovely lady. Lovely Lena. Yeah. yeah, she she so sat down. First question she asked. She said, "Congratulations, but what would you like to drink?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's classy. Scotch, please. Oh, right. of course. Fantastic. I, I drank quite a lot of scotch that night, I have oh, to say. Okay. What, what did you win? What else did you win? Like, uh, tell no, us. No, it's just the trophy. It really is just the just trophy. And a certificate. Trophy and certificate, but a lot of scotch. A lot of scotch, okay. But scotch I, I was three glasses in before the dinner, so. Ah, so we're all over sitting, the place, man. I was sitting at the bar uh, with our club banner on my shoulders like a superhero cape. <laughs> we're just sitting oh, there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I don't know if anyone has a picture, but I hope if they do, they'll send it to me. Yeah, okay. When else are you going to wear your banner <laughs> like a kid? <laughs> so it was fun. What, what did you do with the trophy? Uh, put it on the top of my shelf. On the top? Okay. Very top of my shelf. No, okay. it sits. So you created a, a special shelf for the Toastmaster. No, it has, like, it, has, it has a few other things on it. <laughs> oh. as, as, like, I used to do, I used to shoot. Used to be a shooter, so oh, I have right. like medals from those times. So it's just in that little, mm -hmm. a little corner. All right, so. All right, guys. I think okay. we are almost at the end. Do you want to add something? Uh, say hi to our listeners again, and maybe leave a final message for whoever would love to compete in the future. Oh, please do. Uh, we underestimate how. Well, we actually don't. But there's so much talent in our club that I have a feeling that the next competition will be just murder. It'll be so hard to choose. It'll be harder to choose in the uh, division than it will be in our club because there's so many great speakers in our club now. So yeah, participate. You'll, you'll love it. It's, it's a great opportunity to meet Toastmasters abroad and they're really friendly, great people. And you'll definitely love the conferences. So... Whoever has just a little spark of the spirit, the contest spirit in themselves, just go for it and do it. As a, those will all be nice experiences and there's a good chance to get to Berlin. On a really technical note, the speech competition is March 1st, yeah? Our speech competition, did we decide March 1st? Yes, I think we decided March 1st. So March 1st, participate. It's in Riga. In, in San Miguel, oh, this is the club. Yeah, the yeah club. then okay. we go to Klaipeda in Lithuania oh, nice. for area, then to Vilnius for the division, then to Berlin for the district. Oh, and man. even if you don't want to participate, uh, compete, you can still buy tickets for the uh, district competition. It's super fun, very informative, you get a lot out of it. And a lot of us are going, so it will be fun, fun, fun. Educational, educational, educational. Definitely. And Berlin is a fun city as well. Oh, for sure. Well, I mean, if I can add something, I also had a great experience doing this. And I, that was my first contest as well. And you, people, you should, so. should say to all the listeners, all four of them now. <laughs> <laughs> I think like, we lost Gabriel them. came second in the division. So he beat everyone from Lithuania, Estonia and Finland. Everyone. So which is which is just so astonishing we shouldn't forget it. Yeah, so if we if we had two spots going to the district We would have both of them yeah. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so I, I also really encourage you. It was 
it was a great experience just participating. I mean, you don't even have to be the contestant, but just being there, the atmosphere, talk to the people, see the workshops. It's a, it's really, it can really lift your uh, speaking to another level. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I believe it did, to, to be honest. Maybe it's not seen for you, but uh, you feel internally the yeah. confidence is different and you get so many tips in uh, such a short time that uh, you can really benefit from it. So even if you, mm -hmm. I mean, don't place, you still have, I mean, the return on investment is really huge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Arthur, he would love this. He would love this sentence. Yeah. ROI is ROI. pretty good. <laughs> All right, guys. So I guess see you next time. The next podcast will be in the next year, 2017. Yeah. And we'll see about the guests, but we will go to our regular episodes and it'll be more like a profile of a particular speaker and we might actually start with our president uh, we'll see about it but until next time thank you for listening and have a great christmas and happy new year